pity the fool, I'm fooling ones with my intelligence What's the policy of the mind, body, soul, overcome with the oblivion And my words play like an anthem, and it you will expose The intuition of the soul, deep dark thoughts you will never know I scotchitate the intentions of the minority that I meditate Hey you guys, welcome back to the Scholar So My name is Jonah Ruffin I'm Zayla Bryant I'm Daya Brown I'm Sanai Edwards And I'm Jayla Jackson And y'all, today is the first episode of season two. <laughs> yes, sir. How y'all feeling? Back. I'm feeling good. Welcome back. I'm Welcome excited. back. New season. Yes. <laughs> it's the first of the month. Yes. <laughs> All my Cardi fans got that oh reference. My. So what are we talking about today? So the 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 theme for today, our head of content approved this idea for me. <laughs> so we were, to give context, we were in the car, and we were mm-hmm. driving from an event, and I just popped my head up from the back seat, and I was like, y'all, isn't it crazy how whenever you're listing achievements, right, mm-hmm. now it's considered bragging. Mm-hmm. But if I were to sit and, you know, talk to people about mm-hmm. all the times that I failed mm-hmm. or all the times things aren't going right, you know, it would be a powwow. <laughs> but mm-hmm. if I were to sit here and talk about my, you know, accomplishments, five out of ten people listening, would be turned off. Right. So I wanted to discuss which, what is the difference between bragging and between you know being proud of yourself and being confident. And this is actually something that a lot of you all have told us to speak on. Right. So, all right. This is so, so, so <laughs> necessary and interesting. So let's talk about it. A lot of people's problem with this cockiness versus mm-hmm. confidence when it comes to your achievements is their perception of what does this mean? Like, why are you saying this? Mm-hmm. So the problem that we're having here is between perception and mm-hmm. intention. Right. So do you okay. guys think that it's a problem of perception or a problem of intention? Well, in my opinion, I think that intention is the most important here because if you have an intent of, say, for instance, you just got a new car. You go to your friend and you're like, oh, I just got a new car. I'm so happy. And your intention is to like legit just be like, hey, I got a new car. And you're not really thinking, oh, I'm going to be cocky or I'm going to talk down. And then the person perceives it as like cockiness. That isn't your fault because you can't control how people perceive things. You can only control your intention. Yeah. You can only control yourself. So if your intention is pure and somebody perceives that as cocky, you can yeah. do nothing about that. But so I, I, feel like I would have to I agree. disagree, Jonah, only because it is we can infer how people typically perceive things. Mm-hmm. I think we can at least say as humans. These, how th- these are how these actions are typically perceived, right? Right. So if my natural inclination is to act in a way that most people are saying you act cocky, mm-hmm. you know, if that's my constant feedback, even if that's not your intention, I think that now it is your duty to address the way in which you act. Because right. there's tons of things that we can do that's not our intention, that's constantly perceived that way. Mm-hmm. Like I have been somebody where I have been told that I was cocky a lot in middle school, that was constantly the feedback. Yeah. Even though that was not my intention, mm-hmm. that's how I was walking into spaces. Yeah. So I think that right. intention does matter. If right. you are intending to make somebody feel bad, time to address that. Right. But perception does go a long way. Yeah, I think I also, I agree with what Jalen said. Also, if, um, like taking the car example, if somebody comes up to a group of people and talking about the car and the majority of the people see it as cocky, then I think that, you know, it's a general consensus, general, general, consistent, consistent, consensus, consensus, right. <laughs> so sorry, um, that you're being cocky. But if I'm just the one person, everybody else sees it as a, a celebration, they're just trying to tell me that. Maybe I need to work on my perception. But my question I'm here, trying to figure out which way I lean, though. Right. You know what I mean? Because I'm, I'm, I'm looking at the perception and I'm looking at the intention. 
I really had to base it on the personality of the person okay. because I know when I have conversations with friends, I kind of like know them a little bit better. I know right. like how they act. Like it was somebody from kindergarten, mm. like right. <laughs> somebody from kindergarten who I always knew had something, you know, against me. Right. It was just like a, you know, right. Like the a, energy. A, a, the energy. Yeah, I get what so about. it's like, I really had to base it upon the personality of the person. Right. Okay. So that leads me to my next question then. Do you guys think that this idea of it being a cocky thing, it comes from a source of insecurity? <laughs> or do you guys think that this is honestly just a pure thing that people are like, oh, I have a car. You have a nice car. Okay. Right. I think it goes I, both ways. Oh, oh, oh go ahead, go ahead. Yeah. I think it goes both ways on the perception and the intended side. You can go from the person who is deemed as um, the person bragging, but it also could be on the, per- the side of the person who is um, perceiving it and right. receiving it. Because mm. if you have insecurities yeah. about it and you're – um, insecure about the car you have or the clothes you have, you might take somebody sharing the, about the new car that they have yeah. as um, cockiness, but really you're just insecure about what you Right. And, mm. and to go off of what Sanai said, like that's why I feel as if intention is more important because that's, an, that's a perfect example of why perception is so hard to like yeah. gauge and like cater to because every single person has their own sense of yeah. insecurities, their own sense of things that they've been through. So what might, what might not be cocky to one person is cocky to another person. So you can never be perfect enough. So I feel like your intention is the purest thing that you can control. You can control how you feel about certain things. So to that insecurity standpoint, I think that in this sense, if we're still talking about success, I think success fills the holes of insecurity. So, like, a lot of the times when someone has this big car and they want to show it off, you know, when they were younger, they didn't have it. You know, their mother only had one car and they were trying to get their their uh, siblings to and from every place. You know, I know right. many people who are in occupations where, like, such as a lawyer. I know many lawyers who are lawyers because they were done wrong by the system. Mm-hmm. So, it's like these small things of, like, success, I feel like, are become a, a necessity but wanting to heal your insecurity. But I feel like now we've hit a fork in the road. Because if you are, like Jonah said, genuinely trying to celebrate yourself, right? Right? Because I think this is a trend that I see in the black community a lot. That's yes. Right. yes, I was going there. I was going there. Let's go, Black person hits a certain right. level of success. Yes. And it's like, so. I want to celebrate with people. Right. I feel like it is so, it's just horrible for the person with the success saying like, I'm not going to share because I know how it's going to be received. Right. Because you worked your butt off. You deserve to be celebrated. Literally. So it's like, at what point do you stop celebrating yourself to make others feel okay? Because if y'all don't feel the kind of way, we ready to go down this road though? Yes. Let's go. I don't think the problem is just the celebrating, but it's just celebrating with certain people. Like, I can celebrate myself in my room peacefully, but then it's just like, what, you, what what is this? It's not giving. Right. right. But I want to go outside, out. <laughs> slander. You know yeah. why? Right. Because people that were in my situation before, they're still there while I'm up. Literally. So guess what? They are projecting, like Sanaa was saying. And it's just making it very hard for me to grow in a space where everybody's right. around me. Yeah. Has. And, yeah. and that's exactly, that's mm-hmm. like such a toxic mindset that the, that the black community has. Like, if you're going to put down a black person for celebrating their accomplishments, that's going to make nobody ever want to, like, you know, continue that's to do that. That's and crazy. that's so bad. But My here's a problem. just read me oh, an okay. Instagram. I'll post you. Yeah. He just read me an Instagram post saying that um, people will wish you the world and then hate you when you get it. Literally. Yes. Like, what do you want, my dude? What do you want? Like, that's, like, that's, what I, that's the problem with it. I mean, I love the black community, y'all. But, like, one thing that I've noticed, like, black businesses, 
a lot of black businesses do not a lot of black people do not support black businesses mm-hmm. they hate the they hate the uh, hospitality they hate what they're providing and I'm like yo what do you want right. <laughs> and right. so it becomes this thing where like we preach the black community let's you know build come together other, as a right. one let's right. build this empire how are we gonna do it right if you gonna <laughs> how are we gonna do it Lewis right but at the same time like it's, it's becoming a burdensome. Mm-hmm. And so that's what I've been noticing when you mentioned that black community in terms of, you know, this this conversation of arrogance and when, you, when to praise yourself. Right. And to, like, bring it back to, like, the whole cocky situation, yeah. I think that that's a great example. Yeah. And, like, back to what you were saying, like, with they wish you the world until you get it. And I feel like it's... But I also want to talk about, like, the side of the... Uh, what When you said when it's not like a good thing yeah like yeah when it's not a good thing yeah because i was gonna say that because there is a situation where you start doing doing well you start feeling yourself Mm -hmm. you you know so i want to go on the line and talk about you know how do you check yourself in instances like that you know what breaks you from that mindset or what you know kind of wakes you up and then what's the process of getting back i mean definitely um taking it off of jayla's point when she was saying in middle school the feedback was uh, a lot that she was cocky i think you should take feedback from people that love you of course you know, people are going to give you feedback of you're cocky. You're, uh, people who might not love you and not, might not want to see your success are going to give you feedback all the time. But it's really the feedback from people who love you and want to see you grow. Mm-hmm. They're saying you're cocky. Mm, you might need to work on that. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I think um, if you're taking that advice and taking that feedback, then you're making the right steps. Right. Mm-hmm. Definitely. What do you think, yeah. so? But What do I think? Yeah. <laughs> I think so. I was right. Um, really taking the feedback of the people that you love. And then on top of that, I think we can just... If you can ask yourself the question, is the problem my intention when I'm saying this or is the problem how people are seeing it? Because I know a lot of people will see it differently and those people are haters. I'm yeah. sorry. But when you are cocky, you got to check why I even told you in the first place, especially who you're telling to. And you know what that is? Intention. That is intention. Yes, yes. So like I said, that's exactly why intention is but the, the card in here. Because yes. I can say it, my intention in saying it could be I want to be. I want to celebrate and be celebrated with those that I love. Right. But the way in which I say it could rub somebody the wrong way. Yeah. Now my intentions could be pure. Right. But just my natural inclinations, as far as how I present, now is creating that effect. Right. So your intentions could be wonderful. Right. But now we got to look at packaging, which plays a role in it. So, so my question then is, if your intention is pure and other people are perceiving it as cocky, what do you change? Like, what? Do you, how do you go about that differently? That's what I was gonna say. I was gonna talk about the need for community because. What, I fi- what I'm hearing is and what I'm finding is is that if how you are naturally is being perceived by cocky, like you're talking about I can't, you know, really grow in a space where nobody else around me has yeah. grown. Mm-hmm. It's like that. Like as you elevate, your space has to elevate also because yeah. if now you're too big in a way to fit into the rooms that you were in previously, right. it's time for a problem yeah. in mindset. Yeah. And energy, like it's it's time to go. So exactly. yeah, who like or what will fly in your community before? Can't that's what I'm saying. Like, like my celebrations space. in this community is your celebrations too. Like right. when I think of success, it's a domino effect. Right, but I think that there's also like a negative side to that because this is hmm. crazy. I was just talking to my friend's auntie about this, and it was like kind of like <laughs> okay, okay, auntie, hey, auntie, <laughs> right, hey, auntie. Hey, <laughs> but um, she was saying like when you kind of like boss up or when you, when you like gradually get more accomplished right. yeah. that your community starts to change but it's like those people that you were with when you weren't so like big or accomplished oh, yeah. they start to feel like oh he's he or she is leaving us in the dark right they're hollywood but it's like no i'm just like finding 
the right group for me because if I was to stay you guys as friends, I would not be progressing. Mm. Right. Okay. So I feel like that's also an issue because that's then perceived as, oh, they're being cocky. Oh, they're they're moving okay. on. They're like, nah, you know? Okay. Now I have another question. When you're being told you're cocky, mm-hmm. obviously they're telling you, be humble, sit down. When yeah. do you take that advice? Like what what okay, I wanna ask you personally because I know you talked about this is your experience. <laughs> so what triggered you to change and who like how did that process go for you? It is great we've had this experience before. Mm-hmm. It was a period in where I was like I was put in a situation that I was not used to. Right. right? And it caused me to flare up. Mm-hmm. And so Zayla didn't want to say anything. Luckily I had to catch myself. But for me it became a matter of I can feel it. Mm-hmm. I can feel it in my everyday regimen is one way mm-hmm. so when I start acting out of character it impacts everything it's like a domino effect right mm-hmm. so if my mindset is I'm humble and I'm doing this for the community mm-hmm. you see it in my actions right. so as soon as my mind shifts from this is no longer about the community it's about myself or I'm feeling myself now my actions shift you know the way in which I do things have now changed mm-hmm. so it's all about grounding I think yeah. the big thing in this if your foundations are built upon this is not about me yeah. your actions will show that so as soon as you make that shift mm-hmm. it's not going to take long for you to yeah. check your actions because it's going to change right. I love that because mm. what you just said it's like I didn't realize it before but it's a symbi- symbiotic relationship between right. your community and yourself yeah. mm-hmm. right. there's constantly mm-hmm. there's like a balance going on between my ego and what what you are to me as well because when there's, an, when there's a shift or imbalance in importance or how much I contribute to you or how much you contribute to me, that's when it starts to go haywire. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, right. And I think that also, like, how do you fix that? I want to talk about more, like, in real time. Like, say, right. for instance, we were having conversations right now and I was like, hey, Jayla, that was kind of cocky. Like, then what do you do? Like, in that moment, what do you do? I feel like there's only so much you could do. One, you could probably apologize, like, hey, I'm sorry, that wasn't my intention to, like, come off as cocky. Mm-hmm. Or you could be like, what? What made you feel like I was being cocky? Because right. I feel like yeah. getting yeah. that feedback is what's going to make you able to change. That's always my answer. approach. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. Uh, I meant to, <laughs> <laughs> to answer that question. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think uh, with what makes somebody cocky, one thing for me is context and tone. Well, two things. Yeah. Context and tone. Well, right. If you're coming, oh, yeah, da, 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 and you're trying to belittle me, now I think you're cocky. But mm-hmm. also context. If we're talking about food and you just randomly start listing off your accomplishments, like, yay, good hey. job. <laughs> <laughs> Round of applause. What about anybody else? I think for me, it's what Jonah said. I have I've, all, I always do this. If somebody's coming to me with feedback mm-hmm. and that was not my intention, mm-hmm. if I know that's my intention, now it's like, okay, thank you for checking me. Yeah. But if I know that wasn't my intention, okay, now I need you, and this comes around to the people who are around you, because mm-hmm. now I need you to give me real-time examples. Like, mm-hmm. you did this with your body, or you did this with your voice inflection. Like, I need specific directions as to how that made you feel that way. And the problem is, most people cannot give you that. Yeah. Right, so but I have a quote for that. Wait. And my experience is, most people cannot give me that. It's like, you know, I'm just... Jayla, we got to take into account who you are, too. <laughs> because Wait. if you argue with me about the feedback that you're giving, eventually I'm going to give up because it's not worth it. It's not worth it. Right, but yeah. I... My friend always says this quote, and I don't know who it's by. I probably should look that up. But she says, "You never remember. You never remember the words, but you remember how they made, made you, you feel." feel. Right, Maya, Maya Angelou. What the okay. world, boy? Sorry. <laughs> wow. So I feel like that's a perfect example of what you just said, Jayla. You never remember the actions. You never remember the specific words, but you definitely remember how they made you feel. Yeah. But if you know? the actions yeah. made you feel that way, and you can't tell me the actions, how am I gonna fix them? Because I feel like 
being able to tell every, a person every single instance of where they've done that is kind of tedious. And I'm like, who's kind of remembering that? But you can definitely remember, oh, Jayla made me feel like this it's at bottom, 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 you know? You know? Right. Like, you're never going to forget how so-and-so made you feel. But you might forget how they did it, you know? Yeah. Or maybe that's just me. I, I, I agree because I, I think back with like the conversations I've had with many, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like it's this feeling that leaves me. Like I can't I can't remember what you said, I can't right. remember what you did. Like I had a whole argument with like my cousin. Mm-hmm. We stopped talking for four months. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm like, what are we arguing <laughs> for? It's like that feeling, you right. know what I mean? But it comes to a point, um, when I think about this whole perception phenomenon. It comes to a point where you have to be the bigger person. Or right. like even if the attention is wrong or even the perception is wrong. Just apologize on both mm-hmm. ends, on both sides. So that's, I know I'm still working on it because I'm the type of person, I'm like, my intention might not be the way you're, you know, perceiving it. Mm-hmm. And I like, I tend to fight people with that. I'm like, no, bro, I didn't say yeah. that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think that's really important though because I think, I think the day we do kind of want some kind of progression from where you were before mm-hmm. the situation. Yeah. But I think it's very important for you to understand. So even if there is an instance where you feel you are justified in, being cocky, quote unquote, I would still take the time to understand the other perspective because that may not be the first time that we hear that. Yeah, right. we're being cocky, and regardless of if they're if it's true or not, you're being cocky. Their feelings are still valid. Right. right. So at least with that person, it deserves to be checked, in my opinion. Right, and I feel like that's a really, really valid point. But I feel like there's another side to this conversation that we haven't even talked about enough, and it's like. When you say people are so open to hear about all the trauma and all the bad things that are going on in your life and they're right. just like a whole powwow. Like, can we get into that? Like, why is that so like, why is that the like struggle the thing? Of right. Life. Like, why, why is that so accepted to just like bathe in sadness? And, I like, mean, because sorrow know? loves company. It doesn't right. feel good. Nobody wants to be in that space. So yeah. it's cool. It, I mean, it's it makes you feel better when you're like, okay, everybody else can play in this pool with right. you. It's a wow. different feeling when somebody's like, when you're in a space next to somebody who's like, look, <laughs> let's go. There's mm-hmm. money to be made. Mm-hmm. There's change to be made, right? right? Now, it, it leaves you with a different feeling, a feeling that most people don't like. So that's what I'm saying. When you elevate and your mindset elevates, you can't hang around the same people. Because if you're still on the pity party that we were on in middle school or elementary school or in our past, and I elevated, I can't, you know, we can't kick it anymore. But the thing is, people value that community so much that they will stay in the mud with the rest of them, knowing good and well their potential, what they have, what they have in them. Everybody's scared to be lonely. Right. Right. And then on top of that, do you guys think that, I know it's a flex when you say everything that you have, but can it be the reverse? Does is it ever a problem where I have it the worst? So look at me, you know. It's like it's a it's a battle between who has it worse. The struggle. That's disgusting. It. It's, it's, it's a struggle that. Olympics, and I hate it. Don't use it. I think that both <laughs> are forms of attention seeking. Yes, yes mm-hmm. they are. Yes. Oh, but me. yo. But you know what's sad about it? The person who has the worst struggle will be like that first person who gets a job that you want to. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's always these different spectrums, and when the struggle Olympics become apparent, I right? Have to say, I, have I think to say. we all can agree on though, because what what I'm hearing is that right. check yourself and check your space. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's just that mm-hmm. keeps replaying in my head, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. 
even if you feel like, oh, everybody around me is tripping, mm-hmm. at least you can do is check yourself. And right. I mean really check yourself, not, oh, I'm cool. Protect no, like, peace, dig honey. deep. Have I changed? Have right. I been doing things that are not my normal character? Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. if you are in a situation where, no, I'm legit, I just want to feel celebrated. Right. Like, I just want to feel loved with my community and the people around me are no longer conducive right. for, you know, that type of energy. Now you got to check your space. Yeah, you right. can't be in the same circles that you were right. in anymore. Yeah. Right. I agree. And I feel like that was the perfect way to wrap that up, bro. Always. Come on, summary. Come on, summary. Yeah. <laughs> but yes, I feel like exactly what Jola said. And we can all agree on that. Yeah. So, yeah. hey, season two is going to come with some heat. Some more heat. Some more heat. So make sure that you tune in next Wednesday for the next episode. One thing about us, we gon' talk about it. Look, think back the times I never had much to give, though I was in the center of appreciation from people that I had thought would never pay me no mind, but though it's different this time, your eyes go blind, and now you in the spot that you've been trying to find. I never imagined happiness in my position broke, fantasize about the cash flows, it was my way to cope. Mama never had no money for the toy I wanted from the stove. Had to live-